0: you in the past month. I don't know if Mercury is fully in retrograde, but like David has yes. friends over today. They're popping champagne behind the scenes. Sam, his friend wants to weigh in on the podcast. Lisa is there. What, Lisa's in the background?
1: Yeah. No. I, do, I have to clarify though, I'm not David's friend. Let me oh, tell you. they're the hired. That, okay, they're hired. No, this,
2: this guest today yeah. in studio, Sam, has come to pick a bone with you, Sarah Fraser. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, well, I, I don't mind. have a bone to pick you with you Sarah. A, aren't Frazier. you a fan of someone? Yeah. Oh, oh, I am. Yeah, no, I'm Team Bethany 100. percent So I'm sure <laughs> Sarah has come up at Sarah
2: something. has outraged the fans so much with her negativity towards Bethany. We actually have a live person who has come in the studio where I am in Sag Harbor to defend Bethany.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Oh, Sam, they will love it because I have uh, tanked all of our reviews because people are so mad. They say, I'm jealous of Bethany. I have nothing on Bethany. Bethany is so successful with her nasty skinny girl wines, and I am just so bitter. So Sam, please jump in, save us.
1: Well, to clarify, to begin (laughs) with, I don't think skinny girl wines are still around, but uh, Forever Young Rosé, the Cote de Provence, is thriving. Sometimes. And uh I've tasted it. It's exceptional. Oh. Bethany, you did a great job partnering with that vineyard in uh in Provence. But no, I mean the the long story short is especially after this recent BravoCon, you know, just witnessing the culture of of Bravo fandom, I'm sort of disenchanted and almost disgusted by the whole thing now. So, it just it reaffirms my feeling that Bethany is right. And and I feel like, yes, it might be a little hypocritical given her her, you know, background in this industry and her experience on Bravo. But I think it's fair for someone to just have a shift in their opinion and their point of view. And I I don't disagree with a lot of the stuff she's saying and a lot of the stuff she's doing.
0: Wait, I think Sam Bravo
1: is toxic. And I think the fans are becoming toxic too. Even watching some of the questions that are asked, the whole thing, it just it really does glorify just negative toxic nonsense all across the board
0: i was gonna ask you what did you find negative or what did you find uh reaffirming about bravo that bethany was right what what about it
1: i just think the whole culture of of bravo from you know, the attitudes of all of the, the talent, the people that are on the shows, and also the, the fans. It just, there's something like unsavory about it. I mean, first of all, it just, the whole thing feels sort of cultish now. And I, I just, I don't know, I can't specify exactly what it is that turned me off, but seeing all of the, the Bravo con like footage and clips, first of all, I think that the whole thing is just tired. Like, it's just a whole bunch of recycled people and recycled content and recycled conversations. And they just expect us to eat it up and pay thousands of dollars to attend these events and, you know, spend waste really so much of our time investing in these people and these shows. And I think the the quality of the programming has gone downhill and the expectation for fans has gone up and it's just, it's just a negative cycle. I think Andy is just, you know, he, he could peaked it. years ago. I just, there's a lot of questions about like, people's sex lives and intimate details. It's just, it's all just kind of gross. I don't know.
0: Wow. I'm over
1: it. I'm over it.
0: Okay. Oh my God. Sam, you are about to get five star reviews for Mr. Yontip. (laughs) I mean, that was a hot take.
2: Well, let me tell you, next year, Sarah and I will be covering BravoCon 24-7, but I'm not, we have a difference of opinion about whether we need to actually be there. Right. I think we could cover it without being there because I mean, the headlines make the headlines. Erica Jane just took a shit. I mean, let's talk about
1: that. You we could, could do cover that. it in the same way that everyone else. You're basically recovering the coverage, right? If that's how you're getting your information. But I think it's valuable for you to go
0: if, Sarah if the wants intent us to go. is to like
1: really get. Inside information Ugh. and share like juicy behind the scenes scoop for your listeners. That's valuable to you as well, that's, content providers. I mean, that's we, we may point.
0: we may need to add Sam to our shows. I mean, this may this twosome might become a threesome. That's Sam's, what Sam's got. Daddy,
2: to- Daddy David will gladly take <laughs> a day off. And you and Sam could do this show
1: and I'm not doing I would never, not after what happened with Kim D. I learned my lesson. Uh, You'll like. throw me away like a stale crust of bread. And I'm team Kim D. Uh, I'm gonna go on the record and no, say and you know what, no. Sarah? I also need to just acknowledge because there might be some crossover with your listeners. I'm a good friend of Natalie Pouchet, who has a wonderful podcast, oh, and right. I was a frequent contributor on her show until I had one too many hot takes about Raquel Levis, basically being team Raquel. Did you get fired I from got another canceled. podcast? I got canceled.
0: Wait, wait, what was the name of the podcast? Okay, wait, what? what? Her
1: podcast is called Humble and Hungry.
0: Humble and she Hungry. Was a,
1: she was a co-host on a You also had problems with podcast. Heather Dubrow. Can I say I that? I will not mention oh, her sorry. name. But... um. The point is, you know.
0: Oh my God, Sam! I'm obsessed with you. I, I mean, I, we have a very
2: controversial I, guest
1: in studio today, people. We do. Sam, and you know I'm what? obsessed. David, no. expects, David expects a standing reservation at. You know Tuto Il Giorno and Sag Harbor. He also calls it Tutti, which it's not. It's Tutto.
2: I went and last night with the one and only Miss Barbara Cavavit from Rony. We were at Tuto.
1: but he expects the standing reservation, and I get nothing in return. So finally, I said, "I'm just going to hijack your show tonight, and I'm going to be." I'm so polite, glad you did
0: It's Sam. We have to argue because I and, and then David we have to
1: focus on some of the all topics. All right, we'll Go get on. to it.
0: But I, no, it's funny. I appreciate your take, but it's weird. I felt the same way you did about BravoCon until I went. And then I was like, oddly thought this was like Disney World. Like the women that were there and the gay men that were there were so elated. I mean, they were so, it was like when they saw Frank um, without his shirt on and like Joey B and Joey Goga. I mean, these women <laughs> went <laughs> crazy. In a way, I'm I was like. i Sam
2: on this line
0: they were no, I, they I'm were not surprised so to happy I, I don't know yeah, i there's found something it, i found it I less guess, toxic
1: hearing about that i need the package over but can i hand you the package yes the re-gift that you just tried to and by the way folks me here with sam
2: said he didn't get anything for my reservation at tuto he got a skylight <laughs> frame if you go to skylightframe.com velvet you no, this this is a digital frame so let me, do you know how a digital frame works because i didn't you literally this is like for the new generation and by the way grandparents oh even can use this you tie it to your phone and that's the only people that use out. it oh my god what
0: do god. you mean you tie it to your like phone? it's tied you into your
2: yeah you connect Wi-Fi? it yeah see sam is young and hip you connect it to your phone and then wow,
1: that's revolutionary like if
2: like i get a picture with sam today i could put that out tomorrow when i meet you know I go into Tudo and Beyonce's there. She was there this summer. I can get a picture with Beyonce and put it. You could have a different picture in your frame every day with Skylight Frame. And for Aww. everyone listening, we have a lot of listeners 50 and over. You guys can figure this out too if you're not technically savvy because this, they say, is the easiest digital frame. Get Skylight, the, what's frame the code? There's okay. no code, just so .dot com Sam slash valent.
0: Got you this five star reservation, and all he got was a shitty skylight frame that, that basically <laughs> hooks up to your phone. Oh
1: my I god! I love
2: skylight frame. Honestly, I really do love this. I have double, and that's why I'm giving him one
1: here. I would have preferred a case of Bubbly or a cashmere. Me too. Are you getting some quints? slash benefits. at this point, because I'm nauseous from this conversation.
2: <laughs> Before we move on <sighs> to some topics, just quickly, I'm not, I have not read up on Leah's lawsuit, but what did you guys think overall of the Vanity Fair article?
1: Sam, you go first, because I'm curious about your take. Did takes. you read it? I did read it. Um, I thought it was um, sort of anticlimactic. I, I didn't think there was that much new information or anything that was like, blew me away or like you know was so salacious that left me speechless um i think it was i'm trying to remember specific details um guess
2: who else trashed the vanity fair article one of the main contributors, the one, Ebony? the only, Bethany Frankel. She trashed it? She's now, because it didn't pack the punch that she was hoping for. Right. She has just spoken out to say, oh, I agree, that really fell flat. Okay, she didn't That's trash it.
0: She basically is trying to backtrack and say that she was never the main focus of it. She's trying to deflect from the fact that it was a nothing burger, and— Quite honestly, I don't Sam, I don't know how you felt, but I read through Leah's whole argument here where she's basically trying to sue in so many words that that her co-host pressured her to drink when they knew she was a recovering alcoholic, and she implies that, you know, Andy was disappointed that she wasn't drinking again. How is any of this a criminal complaint or even a harassment at work. I mean, she even gives an example, her grandmother was dying. A producer calls her and goes, "If you need to go, like go. We want you to be with the grandmother." She gives this example and then she's like, "You know what? But still, I think they were disappointed that I didn't relapse on the uh, on the scene or on that um season." And you're like, "What the fuck? Like, Leah, this makes no fucking sense. This is such a media grab."
1: Well, I think it's I think it's valid in the sense that she's probably right. Like, I I believe that the producers and the network probably wanted, you know, her not necessarily for her to relapse, but of course, they're always chasing some sort of like scandal or dramatic event. Right. But that's that's hearsay. And I don't think that that's grounds to sue them because you willingly put yourself in this knowingly toxic environment. And, you know, you're the one to blame for any poor decisions that you made. Speaking of her grandmother dying, I I have a personal story about that incident specifically because I ran into them that weekend when they were that was the weekend that they were out here in the Hamptons mm. filming. And I have an interesting story that I, I've shared publicly before, but maybe your listeners would be interested to hear. But I think in so. a yeah, nutshell, tell us. Yeah. So this was when I first moved out here full time, which was like the summer of COVID 2020. And then that fall, like restaurants were starting to reopen and and such. And I knew that they were out here filming because I had heard that a few people I knew had seen them out and about at Wolfer Estate and other um, locations. And so one night my friend and I went to dinner at the Topping Rose House, the hotel. And we had frequented this place before. We were friendly with the manager and we pull up i park my car i get out i'm walking in i see a person with a walkie-talkie and i'm like oh they're filming something here and i just knew in my gut i just knew that they were filming housewives so oh long story short we had dinner and then i excused myself from the table and i walked to the event space which is like a barn structure that's connected to the restaurant and i stumble upon them filming what you may recall was that beauty pageant like they had like some sort of beauty the pageant. Harry
2: Dubin? No, it was it was
1: some sort of pageant event where all of the housewives like were performing and competing on stage, but it was a very small event. Okay. And this was Ebony's first year, Leah's second year, uh Sonia was there, and Heather what's her last name? Heather Thompson, Thompson was we there. Love Heather. Remember that yes. season that she rejoined for a couple of episodes? And so I'm like, yeah. oh my God, season Heather's 13. Here. So I innocently tweeted, mind you, I had like 80 followers at the time, you know Heather Thompson is. Um, I spotted the New York Housewives filming in the Hamptons. Heather Thompson is here. She must be rejoining the show. Put my phone in my pocket. Cameras go down. I walk in. I introduce myself to Sonia, who I sort of knew, like um, through um,
2: you poor thing.
1: No, I like. Son- I love Sonia. Sonia then invites me to. You're join the them. only one. Sonia then invites oh. me to join them for a drink. I'm literally before my butt hits the seat. The producers ambush me. They're like, "This is a closed set. COVID strict policies. Get the fuck out of here." I said, "Okay, here's my card. Can you please just give my number to Sonia? Tell her to call me when you're done. Have her meet us in the restaurant for a drink." No sooner do I get back to my seat, I opened my phone. My tweet had somehow gone viral because I broke the news that Heather was back on the show. Oh. It wasn't public yet reality T picked it up reality. Look, all these bloggers pick it up. The next day I get a phone call from the production company they I rate that this information has leaked. They say they have a big issue now with the topping rose because they violated their, you know, privacy agreement. I get banned from the topping rose. My friend who was the manager got fired and sonia then was very upset with me because i ran into her le- years later and she actually recalled the incident and said that the housewives got in trouble because they were blamed for like inviting me this stranger in and any which way i still hold a grudge against leah for that incident because um because somehow it was her fault somehow yeah, was how, her fault. How, did yeah it, how did it be- happen? <laughs> And I hold a gr- First of all,
2: let me know. tell you something. Sonia also hates me. Really? I, no, I like that. See,
0: there's um, another. I, said, like that. I thought Sonia was having so much fun at BravoCon. I was like, there's a woman who she loves the crowd. She's great on stage. She's showing her crotch at 65. She could care less. She's talking about fucking Owen Wilson. I mean, that he loves doggy style. I mean, I'm kind of like, this <laughs> is entertaining. This is like great. Where? What other convention do you go to? Where they act like that. I, I find it fun. I mean,
2: Barb and I did go through, somehow, of course, I mean, you're with Barb. Of course it comes up. We went through the people of like, and I'm like last night. Listen, Barb and I agree on most of the New York housewives of what our feelings are. We'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Leah will get a settlement out of, I do not really? think Vanity Fair was a nothing burger. I had drinks with Ebony this week. Just putting that out there she's my friends I don't think it was a nothing burger I took everything she said very seriously I think Leah is a total fool lunatic but I do think Leah is going to get a settlement out of court now I know Leah's lawyer and he is literally literally in like he's a crazy shark Mm. he dated i'm just gonna say he dated a housewife on from new york
1: Ooh. before
2: like not seriously gary because yeah he dated one of them
1: who? Do you know who he yeah i know who he is Barb.
2: he, he went on a few Ooh. dates with barb yeah so he's supposed to be a crazy psychotic lawyer she's gonna get a settlement That's just uh, my opinion. I'm not saying she has a case. I think she says she's never going to take a settlement. That's bullshit when there's money in
1: front of you for your daughter. What is she asking for then? She I don't, wants them to go.
0: She wants them to go all the way to trial, so therefore Bravo has to be exposed, right? Because we obviously know, like, part of the reason that trials—David knows this from being a lawyer—don't go, uh, cases don't go to trial. Nene Leaks, for example, is because then they have to. You can audit so many things, right? They have to turn over emails. They have to turn over all these things. If you settle, none of that comes to light, right? And then there's usually some sort of agreement, like we'll pay you ten million dollars, Nene Leakes, but you can never Touch talk me. about. Right. right so leah wants to expose them leah wants to go all the way to trial so that her lawyer can ask them for producer emails so wait a minute david and sam then then
2: all for a while
0: there has to be more to the story than what leah shared with vanity fair is essentially what you're implying right david
2: i don't know i don't i again and i'm not trying to screw i just i haven't literally this, because this article was so fucking long It went on for thirty-five thousand
1: pages. Well, not only that, there was also so much hype beforehand. Right, I I just think that they like shifted their focus or they redacted things because there were some external factors that we're not aware of. I, mean, I think that they intended for it to be more explosive than it was.
2: I mean, look, Leah's saying I do think I mean, look, I think there are bad facts in the fact that Leah was for her Leah and the fact that she was already drinking before this. But she is saying Lisa Shannon, like who's high up, you know, says like, well, the reason no one likes you in season two is because you're not drinking. You were drinking in season one. Now you're boring. That's why no one likes you. You ask me. I mean, look, do I think this is going to go to trial? No, I really do think I'm not. Listen, people are sued every day. You don't always have a case. I believe, my, me personally, without focusing too much, I think Leah's going to get a settlement signed here. She says she's never going to settle. She wants to expose them. Well, then she's a bigger moron because she doesn't have a dollar to her name or a fucking pot to piss in. Now I'm getting pissed and when there's, she doesn't, and when there's $250,000, she has nothing. Marriage is
1: a mob, could be thriving for all we know. Okay,
2: could be, could be, and I could be, you know, they say I look like Brian Austin Green. I could be Brian Austin Green, but I'm not. Okay, so this is reality. No, that's who I get. I don't say it. Everyone else says it. I'm not saying, but this is reality like, okay, when there's a settlement in front of her, there's lawyer is going to tell her to shut the fuck up because he's doing it contingent. She's going to take the settlement and the whole thing is going to go away. And she thinks, you know, she wanted to buy a $3 million apartment after getting her raise from 60000 to 200000 because she thought $200,000 was like millions and it's like, girl, you can't afford this apartment. How so do you know that? I know things. This oh. is a true story. So, sorry everyone, but that's a, so when she gets this settlement and I'm not taking anything away from her, when she gets this settlement, she should say, Okay, well, I don't know if I really deserve all this. Let me put this away for my fucking daughter in the future. She's going to fucking blow it. And I just know things and spend it and think it's millions of dollars.
1: I, I can't say That's that what I, I think is going to happen. Frankly, happy. I like Leah. So I, I, no. I sort of, I don't know that she has grounds for a lawsuit, but that's... I believe that her feelings are valid because I'm sure that's what she experienced. I just don't know if it's like a, a punishable offense. It's just kind of like the nature of the gig. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, you were a participant in this. So I don't know. And I hope that she doesn't take a settlement because then it would damage the integrity of her claims. If her goal is really to expose them and she has the ability to do that with this, then she could be a hero.
0: At checkout. That's TSFS at H E R O dot C O. How ironic! You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious you Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored fraser 20 that's f-r-a-s-e-r the numbers two zero
2: i would love for nothing more than to this to go to court and for us to i would be i would get my popcorn ready right now oh i would go to the courthouse i would go to the courthouse what
0: did you two, two make though yeah what did you two make of Frances uh berwick who's the head of nbc bravo what did you make of her response this week essentially coming out and saying we're disappointed about reality reckoning. We're disappointed about Bethany. We feel like we we value these women. We pay them extremely well. We pay them a lot of money up front. We take a gamble on them, implying other uh, unlike other networks that have reality stars that hardly pay them. Uh, you know, and she's saying every year we tweak. You know how we do things. We were already in the process of addressing alcohol. What did you two make of? I mean, I thought that was kind of a brilliant statement. I'm trying to be more uh, less like bias against Bethany, though, because I just I just feel like Bethany has been completely deflated in the past 10 days. But
1: but I don't know. I I didn't read Francis's (laughs) statement, so I'm not entirely familiar with what I it's
2: everything you said. I read it and I'm trying to be. I've been very happy lately. You you just got me on a rant. I haven't gone that hard on someone yes. in a long time. So sorry, Leah, but something maybe because of our guest in the audience. Maybe. I can't. Um, I, look, I think what Frances, yeah, she said that were disappointed in reality reckoning. She threw in that Bethany pitch three shows like yes. a month before. Bethany has also clapped back and said, Um, If that's all they have is that I pitched three shows, uh, they have nothing. And by the way, that's the smoking gun. That's not really the point in the whole reality reckoning. I think look, I think Francis's statement was corporate bullshit. Like, no, I don't think that they care about these women. I think if someone had a complete mental breakdown on the spot, they could care less. They don't care. Having said that. Look, I think Housewives are well paid after the first season, second season. It's a lot of money for a job that, yeah, they paid better than a lot of other
1: reality shows out there. True, but I think when you compare it to the amount of money that the network is making off of them and their images, their likeness, their everything about them, yeah. their entire identity, are they really putting the women's best interest or even any interest for them? I don't
0: know. See, I, look, I'm so torn because, again, I I've, I agree. That part of the of Bethany's reality reckoning, we've always said on this podcast, I 100% agree with. The fact that they sell their images to gift companies, to that these women can't make money off of their images once they sign contracts with Bravo. I agree. I think that's crap. And I also think it's crap that they can take these housewife shows, rename them, retweak them, or just air them as is in other countries and the women don't get paid additional money that's fucking insane right. but i mean i will say that i i feel like bethany is gonna have such a hard time the thing about when i went to BravoCon, almost over half of the women on that stage are over 40 45 years old i mean you what other network is putting women of color white women Asian women of all ages, all backgrounds. They used to be of all sizes, but now they're all on Ozempic. But, you know, I mean, like who else is doing that and making these women multimillionaires or giving them a platform to go, yeah, you do have to, you got to pay us a cut, which is like smart business. As if David and I would let anyone come on this show and just promote the shit out of their stuff and not go at some point. All right. You know what? We have hundreds of thousands of downloads every month. You owe us. 10%.
1: Thousands. Millions. Fraser show at (laughs) gmail.com. Yeah, I mean,
0: I just, (laughs) I think they're going to have such a hard time. When you go to BravoCon and you look, these women 60 years old, I mean, when would they have a career? I mean, they literally-
2: Although, honey, to get in the door today, you're 31, 39, maybe 41. They're starting yeah, but over. they're
0: doing that because young people are not watching television, and they're trying to attract. How are you going to attract a twenty-year-old that's on TikTok and YouTube? They're trying to go. Okay, who can we make the next hot Bryn? Bryn, uh, what's her last name?
2: Whitfield. Whitfield. Thank you. Everyone, come for Sarah for not knowing. Don't come for me. <laughs> she gets she gets dings when she says when she doesn't oh, yeah. know. Okay, but Bryn it's Whitfield. okay.
0: Well, that. Bryn Whitfield, I think, is adorable. It's such a smart move. They are trying to get other 20-something women to go, oh, my God, Bryn is great. She's biracial.
1: Bryn's Rachel. in her 20s? 30s. Is she 30? Somebody, I think, yeah, is in their 20s. Like, Rachel Fuda, I think, was born in 1993. Yeah, no, she's 32 30 now. That yes. made me need a relief ban. I think that's absurd. I think that's absurd. The relief
2: ban will change your life. It I truly, really it's truly, she's a She's that's way young too girl. young
1: to be engaging with these women. I agree with you. Yeah, you're
0: right. Brynn Whitfield is 36. Wow.
1: How old is Rachel Fuda? Okay, let's look at Rachel. I swear she's like 29.
2: Can I just add some light into something? Which I think is, do you want to hear this? Rachel Fuda is younger than the one, the only Sheena Shea, and younger than the one, the only Lindsay Hubbard. That's (laughs) the funny thing. Some of these housewives are younger than Sheena and Lindsay. Mm -hmm. younger than Kyle Cook. I think that's really kind of funny. Uh, Rachel
0: Fuda is 32.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm telling you, she, she started, started at, at 95, nine, which is a little wow. Off-putting. Well, I'm, but, ex- you know, I don't even know why we're still talking about the reality. Record. I was just I gonna like say, it's such old news now. All right, I was just on.
2: gonna say, Sarah had a great time at BravoCon, but you know who didn't have a great time at Ooh. BravoCon? Jenna Lyons because she wasn't there. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my God! I know. What did you buy of her? Excuse that she was just booked. She had other events.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. Jenna Lyons was somewhere. She was stopped by Entertainment Tonight, and they said like, you know, it was literally the day after BravoCon. Like, you weren't. I didn't even realize she wasn't at BravoCon until. I mean, I I knew she wasn't there, but like, you don't. You can't really think about a negative when someone's not there, right? And then they said, "Why weren't you there?" And she's like, "You weren't there." No, I wasn't. Why weren't you there? She's like, "I wasn't there." Like, what do you have to do? She had a Pull post-its or post-post-its. Some, what, what did she say? She, she had, some, had like to yeah. clean her closet.
1: She, it, maybe it's just not the right environment for her. Like, listen, everyone can't be expected to go and like, you know, speak on a panel at a convention and just be comfortable and thrive in that environment. Just because someone is willing to be on television and have a camera follow them. Like, look at all the people that are subjects of documentaries. You know what I mean? They're comfortable maybe with a small crew and sharing their story but in an insular way. And I mean, it's just not her brand. It's just like kind of a trashy convention. I have to say, well, you, you do, you get used to being at like Paris fashion week. Well, you know, enough. you're probably not gonna, sure. you're gonna feel like a fish out of water at the Mandalay Bay or wherever the hell this was, wherever the housewives are staying now at like the-, the
0: They cr- put them up at the-,
1: the What is the name of the hotel you get, that well, the- you got, you
0: Crockford, get, what is it? No, like, they put them up at the Cracker Four Seasons. Hotel?
1: No, where are they saying on the current episodes of um, oh. Beverly Hills? I keep catching a glimpse of the name of the hotel, and all I, I mean, yet oh. is like Crockford, and I'm like, what is that? I know oh, in Vegas, and that's weird because kind in, of a name for a hotel is that in Vegas. What about Flamingo? Well, what about Luxembourg? Jane is at Crockford? the?
2: That's I don't know about that. Erica's at the Mandalay Bay House of Blue, so I don't know. Can we talk about to... Beverly Hills for a minute? Can we just say one more thing about Jenna Lyons? Yeah, because I want to know if she's
0: back. Is she back or not? Because I'm not totally over Jenna Lyons yet. There's something, you know, look, Jenna Lyons, I feel like just has this air about her that she's like too good for everything, bravo, right? But yet I am still, I do want that CEO of, like to come out, you know what I'm saying? I feel like she could teach America so much, you know what I mean? Like, I'm
1: waiting. For I her. liked her, I, I didn't like her.
2: love her, but I love me that too. when I realized she wasn't at Bravo because BravoCon again, I mean, everyone's I would have gone the last minute when Melissa Rivers invited me to go with her to cover it just because it's Melissa and I like her, and, but I'm short of that. I mean, I couldn't, I had prior engagements, but. It's not my scene either. Now you do get paid five thousand dollars a day unless it increased. So, but Jenna doesn't need the fifteen thousand right. dollars. I loved her in that moment where she's just like, I they said, Why weren't you there? Yeah. And she's like, I was twiddling my thumbs. Like right. it literally she was like go. she yeah. didn't yeah, want to go.
1: And I think she's like this generation's Carol Radzawell, you yes. know. Oh, that's the name that you mispronounce all the time. I was trying to think of it oh okay the well, other I, people came for her too it's what like, do you say sarah you say i always say rad, rad, as, well. rad, well. rad, rad is, as well right. rad as well it's radsville
2: i know it's, R- it's carol raswell but it's like, but andy used to say it like oh radzy radzy well so
1: it's like, kind like of i don't think carol would go to bravo con well we talked
2: last week about you know is carol gonna come back there no, is never. this there is this like
0: You know, she would fit in with these girls. That's what Andy said. Andy at BravoCon, somebody asked him if you could bring back three housewives unconditionally. Carol Carol was one of them.
1: Interesting, because I thought they had quite a falling out.
0: I did too. I didn't even know that there was any contact, but he claims that Carol would fit in seamlessly with this new Roni cast because she's already friendly with a couple of the women. I think it was Bryn. I think there was maybe Jessel. I don't know. She, she's already in the mix. So I thought Andy was sort of teasing and wanted that to get back to Carol that they would love for her to be a friend
1: of. Well, you know, what's sort of interesting. I just dawned on me, like Carol kind of started the reality reckoning. I feel like she was one of the first people to be really vocal about the kind of toxic environment and even like calling Andy out on some of his bullshit. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that reconciliation or that, no, I don't think Carol would do it. I'm sure Bethany's thought about that, inviting Carol onto her podcast so they can have their reconciliation. Then they can also bond over their now shared hatred of Bravo.
0: But they do had such a falling out. There's like, I don't think, I think Carol wants nothing but the worst. Nothing for to do with Bethany yeah,
2: yeah. you know who also thinks Carol started the reality reckoning? Who? Carol. Really? Well, she kind of did. She takes a lot of credit. She, listen, I, she kind of did. Yeah. Yeah, And she's a forward
1: thinking woman. I mean, you know what I mean? She's got more brain cells than most of these housewives that that's the other thing that's so disturbing about it. It's (laughs) like, I, I I feel that Bethany's, you know, feeling about this whole network and the environment is valid. And I feel like all the other housewives deep down internally feel it. But they don't want to shit where they eat or bite the hand that feeds them. But you know what it is trying to protect the network. So it's like,
2: but you know what it is like the listeners, the behind the ropers, you know, um, it's the acts, the ropers, like the listeners and the fans. They don't want the negative. They don't want to hear that you're over Bravicon. They don't want to hear about reality reckoning. They. And I'm not arguing with that. It's, I mean, I have a job and I'm drinking this fucking cup of coffee because of them.
1: It's not so much that I'm over Bravo Khan, but I just I'm really feeling over the whole franchise in general. I don't enjoy the shows the way I used to. Well, I can't I just- disagree with that.
0: I, like I actually, I, is- I'm, yeah, I'm with you too. I mean, I, you know, to your point, Sam, it is the same formula over and over and over. Yeah, I over. mean, somehow they've rebooted Salt Lake to still be interesting, I guess, to me. And- because well, that
1: still feels fresh because it right. yeah. Yeah. we're like it's fourth season right. and it's a, yeah. yeah. And actually, I mean, I think of all the, the current shows, they like share the most about their intimate lives. I don't know. I just feel it's all very superficial, but-
0: it is. It really is. You don't want wrong. to talk
1: about Mauricio and Kyle is still the one thing that that has that you I haven't recovered it. from. No, I don't yeah. enjoy it. I, I'm still really shocked by it. It is shocking. Like, it very is- few things surprise me when I saw that headline like oh. I almost like fell to my knees and like mm-hmm. said a prayer because I just wanted it to not be true. It's still really. And you know, what? Me. I still cannot believe that I'm seeing Kyle openly discuss, you know, the demise of her marriage because for so long it seemed like they were such a strong solid unit I, and i just can't even fathom that they're not together and what is it what happened
2: Well, she said, you know, she slipped at BravoCon and said divorce. Now she's backtracking and saying, oh, that was just what? Now, I don't understand how you can just use the word divorce. It's kind of like if you get married and someone doesn't know and you're still engaged and you're like, oh, well, my husband and someone's like, what? You're engaged. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I just say husband. Well, you said so it's possible you can call your feet. Like sometimes, like if I've had like. Like I used to joke, like say I was dating you seriously. Now that would never happen, of course. But say that we were dating, I would just say like, "Oh, my husband." Like it's like a, it's a funny thing. But so it's like Kyle slipped at BravoCon and said the opposite.
1: Did she say? Did she say we are getting divorced, or did she say no? She said like divorce. Yeah, she, yes, she said I'm going through going a very you. tough divorce,
2: and someone's oh. like divorce, and she's like, oh, what? No, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm. Oh my god, I'm, I'm, there's so much going on. I mean, like divorce, like separation. She's backtracked and said, I never meant divorce, honey. I think there's
1: a divorce at this point. Why would Sarah they agrees. try to withhold that? I mean, at this point, the cat's out of the bag. It's not like it's much worse than separation. Were they trying to, okay, unless well, it's for the show and they're trying to like protect? some big shocking season finale revelation. Back
0: I don't see why they
1: would be so concerned with I mean
0: revealing. that's a good take. That's a good take, right that they're they're going to save their finalizing their divorce for um for the actual show. Um you know, I also have this theory, I feel like Mauricio is trying to win her back, but I've read a news story this week about them that says they're both in therapy separately and not together and I thought that's the kiss of death I mean if they're not trying to do couples therapy and work it out they're just doing therapy I mean I think he's really devastated now I'm curious what you two think because the way the show is portraying it this season is that Mauricio's real estate company has just taken off you know, he's putting work above Kyle. You know, you've seen that teaser of the of the phone conversation or the phone conversation that aired um, after PK and um, Mauricio went to dinner. And Kyle is like, you know, didn't you take, like, Portia to school? No, I had to have somebody else take her. I'll take her tomorrow. You know, I mean, they're implying that he's just so busy with work and success that he's neglected his family. I don't know. Is that the reason? But that's the angle I feel like we're getting.
1: Hmm. I don't buy that. I I think his company has been expanding and thriving for years. And
2: I just go back to what I said last week where she got rid of, or two weeks over, she got rid of, you know, she's parted ways with her sister, Kathy. They still are cordial. Yeah. But like, they're not like friendly. Like she, I think Kyle is somebody who is just like, waking up to her freedom in her 50s. She feels controlled by her mother, Big Kathy, controlled by her big sister, Kathy, controlled by Mauricio. I have this whole weird view now of Kyle, who's just this woman who feels like she's been controlled all this time and is just now like, I just want to like break free and live like I understand that. I mean, I'm single for a reason. I can't take any control from anyone even for five minutes. I will lose my shit and run. So I get it. I think she's that, that I just yeah. get that vibe from her. I don't know if
1: that's true. That's I don't get that get. vibe. What do you because get? Because I think she was so fiercely like cherished her marriage and her family and her children. I just, I don't think that that would cause her to suddenly just uh, walk away from her marriage. I really get that she's angry and resentful towards Mauricio for something deeper. I really do. Well, I, I do anything else could explain a separation? Well, I, I mean, the that.
2: rumors are out there for years and years that he I mean, regardless right. of this, I right. have heard this from and I've heard it from people that Oh, here he goes. No, that, <laughs> like, live there and know them. And like, I don't think these are I really do believe these rumors are there. Like, I believe it's I believe it's true. I believe Mauricio has had years. of Well, trips. With different types of humans
0: they are never going to share that on the show they are going to do never. the kardashian they're going to do the kris jenner divorce they're going to do the kim and kanye kim always takes the high road you never really know i mean of course we we suspect like yeah. a lot of things about kanye but you you're, you're never going to know for sure they're going to they're going to take the high road because they're going to want to protect his business her business the girls how obsessed are you guys with Sam? I'm upset. Like David, one, David Yontiff needs to marry him, and two, we might need a threesome, a threesome pod all the time. Anyway, today's episode is brought to you by OneSkin. If you do one thing today, order OneSkin. Their skincare products are amazing. I'm actually really loving their moisturizer. It it's it's wonderful. Feels silky smooth, goes on your skin, and your skin instantly, at least my skin does, feels instantly. Th- like energized. I have very dry skin, so it's amazing. I also like the price point for One Skin. They have ninety-nine dollar a month subscriptions where you can get some of their products, or you can buy their individual products starting at as low as fifty-eight dollars for um, their moisturizer and the eye creams. Um, what's different about One Skin? Well, One Skin, their scientists actually go to the biological age of your skin and help with peptides to reverse the signs of aging and diminish wrinkles. In fact, eighty percent of users saw diminished wrinkles within 60 days of using the product. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root cause of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with y'all new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate. At a discounted rate, get 15% off your OneSkin.co order with code TSFS. That's 15% off OneSkin.co with the code TSFS. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better Age healthy with one skin Lumi is my other one Y'all $5 off Lumi When you use code TSFS If you're a new customer If you're a returning customer You're getting $5 off A purchase of $30 or more Lumi is on and popping Okay Okay Lumi is known for their deodorant that not only is for your underarms, but it's for your coochie, your hoochie, your armpits, the whole thing. You can put it anywhere you sweat. It lasts for up to 72 hours. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and aluminum-free, so it's safe. I also love it. It is fragrance-free. Get their starter pack as a special For my listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link, which is TSFS. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more. Use code TSFS at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better. It really does. I've been dying to work with them because their commercials are hysterical. Uh, So use my code TSFS. So, yeah. but I do agree, Sam, there is some deep, there is something deep there for sure. Because, I mean, this literally happened, obviously it was happening behind the scenes like that we didn't know for years, right? Like that resentment doesn't just like pop up on you. But, I mean, the the day and night transition of how they act towards each other this season versus last is yeah. shocking. You're like...
1: The other thing that really shocked me was the fact that Dorit so openly like asked her about it on camera. Mm. I, I find it hard to believe that there wasn't a conversation between her and Kyle prior. We're almost Whoa. like Kyle said, I, I want you to ask me about this. I want you to like kind of give me a window of opportunity to talk about it this season. Cause she knew what her end goal was going to be like. I think that they were close enough that Dorit wouldn't put her on the spot and question her marriage. The other thing that's very bizarre is, in the trailer for the season, like they open it with all the wives reacting, and they're all like seemingly very shocked, like nobody saw this coming. What they're all facetiming, but yet now we're seeing an entire season of them questioning. Which Whoa. again, it's just all so disjointed. Another reason why I'm over the whole franchise because it's not. There are certain elements that are just so inauthentic. That's and what I, don't I get s- why they can't just like capture what's really happening if it's really happening. Come on over to well, the that's TLC what I said world two
2: two weeks ago. Like this whole scene. Give me Lindsay with L- like the
1: low hand, like nothing. There is no better reality television show than the Oprah produced Lindsay. It was the best. Because it was breaking the fourth wall long before it was like Lindsay's not showing up for filming. We have <laughs> yeah. to intervene. Oh We're basically God. like calling the network executives on camera and like discussing whether we can continue or not. It was TV gold and you were rooting for her because you felt invested in this real journey. It was a true documentary series. This is not. I loved that. it.
2: No, and also to your point, because I mean, you apparently you, you can't
1: watch it anymore. Apparently, it's like they scrubbed it from the fucking internet.
2: Oh, well, apparently wow. you listen to every episode of Behind the Velvet open and Sarah Fraser, but you don't. We have talked about this, so you must be behind on your listening you because talked about what. To your point about here's someone who apparently didn't hear our conversation, who's confused about the timeline. I've said this. I don't believe anything about this season. I think everything was shot after the fact i think everything is b-roll to your point let's let let's react Mm. we already know about this Dorit. you just said it dorit's asking her on camera no they already had a conversation we picked it up let's film dorit ask her i feel all of this did you pick Portia up from school i feel all you mean to tell me they filmed this whole season with all this marital drama before this thing happened with kyle i don't buy it i i don't buy it i think it's all so much of it is shot after the fact, and there's fake scenes that were worked in. And I believe we're crafting a story mm. to watch because of what happened with Kyle and Morgan in her life. I cannot get over that.
0: And that you, I know we have to wrap, but you believe, over, yeah. Sam? What? Do you think she's
2: two short shows? Yeah, 40, 40 minutes each.
0: Yeah,
1: we, our Thursday
2: and Friday shows, Sam. You do listen. Come on, I always listen oh, to you. No, Sam, well, I, I really time.
1: enjoy your episodes with David. Oh and my I'm God! I'm transparent with David. I subscribe to his Patreon, Patreon, and I, I say I I only listen to certain episodes because I only care about certain guests. I a lot of these random people, not that they're random for your listeners or, but I don't know. You had like Tony Braxton on or some some Braxton Samantha family. Fox. Like I'm not the listening singer. to that because I don't know who she is nor do I care. But I listen to <laughs> you and him because I like the recaps. And I we've never to him. had I, a Braxton. A big on. fan of Kim D. I still Kim miss her the, She's
2: the worst person in the world. <laughs> see that? Um, sorry, oh, let's I'm, not
1: Let's call her.
0: I, I agree. I I'm try to have her you right ever, get have you to, ever, to reconcile. I threw her away
1: like a stale crust of bread.
2: Let's see what Sarah was going to ask. But have you ever just people want to know obsessed. why I'm in a good mood when there's no toxicity in your life, people. Life is great. What were you going to ask Sarah? You were going to ask something Sam, do you before think, we wrap up?
0: Do you think that Kyle and Morgan are together? Mo- like, are they lesbians? Honestly,
1: no, I just. No? Oh. I, don't, I don't. I. Because why wouldn't she just admit it then?
0: Hmm. I don't know, I don't know. Maybe if, for you're, her girls. if you're
1: going to explore your sexuality and you're going to start dating a woman and you're going to be public about it. Why, like, like, let everyone speculate? Why not just
2: say? It? I just don't. I don't well, know if that. you're just friends, why not be? I mean, she's said it, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. You know what I know. Personally, because I know you're shocked, I personally am so bored with of Kyle and Morgan and Mauricio and talking about this. Really, is
1: not, I'm not. I'm criticizing. not criticizing because I love Kyle. She's one of my top oh, three God. housewives. So, and I think she's delivered more for the franchise than most housewives. Really, I really I gotta think about.
0: No, I love it too, Sam. I do. I, I I'm a Kyle fan, and I do find this divorce to be shocking. I really
1: do.
2: Yeah. I'm not the least bit shocked. I'm out here. But I'm not shocked.
1: The only one that would shock me more, maybe, I'm trying to think. Let's Lisa Vanderpump and, say, and Ken Todd. Period. Uh, that is well, my She's not a housewife anymore. So let's go around no, and say who we think housewife. would be the most shocking split.
2: That's my answer. She's no
1: current housewife. Current. Oh, I mean,
0: uh, I, it would have been Kyle married?
1: and Mo. Kyle and Mo would have been at the very I top mean, of the list. Shocked, shocked, shocked.
2: I'm to be honest with you, I'd be more shocked if Dorit and PK divorced and have are having real problems. Kyle.
1: Really?
2: I've heard. The, the,
0: I know for these years rumors about.
2: For me, yeah. just for me, I'm still gonna go with Kyle with Kent, LVP and past housewives count. That counts. That would I would
1: shock be shocked me. if Lisa and Harry split up. You would, Lisa or you would, out. yes. I would. Yes. I'd
0: be shocked, too. I'd be shocked to weather the storms that yes. they have in Hollywood for all those years. If if Rinna and Harry went their own ways, I would. that would be so surprising. That would be so shocking. And again,
2: Meryl Streep is divorcing after 45 years of marriage. I used to live in the same building, and I knew Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee. They were like, Hugh Jackman shocks me. like kyle and mo doesn't shock me hugh jockman shocks me and Mer- what after 45 years cannot be worked out
1: well i'm sure they've been living separate lives for, for six years and, and they just decided eventually like let's make it official i don't know
2: no we- wonder why she put that tribeca apartment on the market
0: i mean we have a million topics do we have to- do you want to do one more or you want to move on Yeah, one please.
2: more for three minutes okay
0: what's your fit you know you and i've uh, david you and i've always had a soft spot for katie roast the uh, our Real Housewives of Potomac first season was she on the second season or did they let her go after the first?
1: She came back. She made appearances thereafter. She
0: made appearances thereafter. She has now entered rehab for alcohol. Um, I just feel like she's, I, I, I don't know, something about her breaks my heart. Like she, you know, she has kids. I think the kids have been taken away on and off from the ex husband and. Maybe there's good reason for it. Then she started working at a co-op in Bethesda, Maryland, for fourteen dollars an hour. She shared that nothing wrong with the honest days you know living. but she she apparently was sober for several months. She relapsed um it got pretty bad. She went off of her bipolar medication that she's been on since she was very young i I, I just have a soft spot for her. like she was great television, and i it's so sad where she's at. I feel like.
2: I agree. Like, look, and this is no shade because people have real mental illness. Uh, she's not well. Like she, yeah, re- this I is know. where it's like, well, you know, they say, so is was brought, someone from Bravo called her and they say they check in. Brandy Glanville said that even when you're gone, but like, she needs just like real help. And I don't know, like has nothing to do with being on the show, but it's just like so many of these people are just having a tough time of it.
1: Yeah, I I was unaware of this uh recent development. Um I, she always seemed a little Yeah. I don't know what they're like almost like disheveled like she was always a little off. Her behavior seemed a little um unusual at times. It's tragic to hear that she's like struggling so badly right now, but if she's making the effort to get better and in rehab, that's, you know, a positive step forward, but I think it actually kind of speaks to Bethany's whole argument, which is that This network does exploit these women and maybe they don't put enough consideration into the ramifications that the show and the negativity has on people's lives. After the fact, if someone is fragile or vulnerable mentally, what being on a show and having this fame for a fleeting second and then not having it and the kind of financial ups and downs, how that that could impact someone. That's hundred percent to a spiral. And what can the network do to protect and prevent that from happening? Whether it is compensation for, you know, in perpetuity for reruns or whether it is a, a, a union to protect people. And I don't know what kind of health insurance does Katie Ross have? Who's paying for her rehab? They have none. You know I mean? They
0: don't they don't get any health insurance. I that, agree. Again, I, that. Yeah, I agree. I think.
2: I mean, granted, I agree. I think if you have, look, when the light bulbs are gone, I mean, this is why I've said this before, you know, when everyone's telling me how great I am, it, when someone says to me, you're great at your job, I just interviewed a major Jersey housewife who's coming up. who said <laughs> at the end, you're really great at this. That to you me are. is, I am right. So that, so that I, I like that I because it's truly, but when someone's like, I love you, I love you. Like to me, it's like our good friend, Carlos King said this, you can't, Internalize the love and praise because it means you give you give power to the haters. It's like so. I do believe to your point when someone like a Katie is on TV, it's like the flashbulbs and BravoCon and oh, we love you, we love you. Like you said, Sarah, they just were treated. Like, and then when it's gone, I do think you're that the power yeah. of fame. It's like you right. really gotta have it together. And also, yeah.
1: what kind of um like evaluations are they doing in casting prior to selecting people? You know what I mean, like. Are they undergoing any sort of mental health have evaluation? Have you watched The Real Housewives of Salt
2: Lake? They just to
1: claim
0: kind of- that they do. They claim that they do, that they, that, that, a uh, very, um, wasn't it Shed Media that says everyone undergoes a psychological evaluation?
2: Can I just say as we wrap up, <laughs> Shed Media is Real Housewives of New York, and we have a Leo lawsuit. They're Real Housewives of New York. Ebony has was in the article. We know what's where Ramona is in life. They're Real Housewives of Salt Lake, Jen Shaw. They're Real Housewives of Girls Trip, Brandy Glenn. Shed Media is really out of all the media production companies. They're the ones involved in a lot of this. I pr- I can't even say this now. I think Shed Media is going to be gone from the Bravo world. That's my prediction. Really? I a hundred percent. This the is way, a whole conversation. On the way over here, I
1: listened to to the Two T's podcast. <sighs> Good luck as I was that eating that some, you know, Haagen cultured creme. <laughs> and um Alex Baskin was a guest and I guess he is He's now honest. forming his own production company 32 flavors because he is a relative of the founder of Baskin Robbins ah. 31 flavors that's
2: the most interesting we um, found out I, I know that was it. interesting like right
1: um and uh interesting yeah so he sold Evolution Media him and Doug Ross wow so they're not sure how involved they're going to be in the but that's production. what i
2: mean like so even with evolution that's vanderpump and beverly hills we have i forgot who it was sirens for new jersey i believe yeah i believe like well look we can't talk oh, about can this. we talk about Rob, the promo no for, for no vanderpump
1: we cannot that made me want to like smash my television no we cannot like, we can talk about that next time. acoustic we gotta pick this up next time all right we'll pick it up we'll pick it up next where time. did that footage come from does anyone know do we think that that was like staged or was that like a real outtake from last year's photo shoot what would it would, just please weigh in um, where and lisa looks terrible let's just be honest
2: were they filmed the opening she press? looks like she
1: said way too much filler. and
2: the glass shatters and they say we yeah. like, recovering from a scandal yeah. um I kind of liked it. Why
1: can't you guys go a little long? It hasn't even been an hour. Because
2: we have another show. Hey, and, you're you know why? In no, that's right. not Second, how it, do it
1: you is. Have to promote? Honey, we're doing <laughs> we're doing is is the opposite. Soda,
0: is Sam, bands. check it's, out my merchandise. You can go to I can't Amazon. Amazon. See. My
1: eyes are terrible. Amazon com slash
0: shop. I have pillows. I have T shirts. I have poppets. Sam, you need all of my collection of the TSFS merch. I'm gonna
1: get it and represent where, out here where Kobe finds it. Sarah, you can also
0: get lumi lumi is a whole body deodorant so it's for your pits your ass um i your saw taint. that i've seen the commercial
1: <laughs> yeah i've you seen the commercial
0: tsfs at checkout five dollars off for your full body 72 hours you won't stank
1: wow and what about are you also promoting as david is the shapewear for women
0: honey love I mean, honey love, Love. David and I. We we both have honey love. Oh my god! I mean, honeylove.com. Use the promo code TSFS or
2: uh, or use the promo code Velvet. Let me tell you something about honey love. It's my my my, one of my number one sponsors. I had no idea I could sell bras. And guess what? Thought you were
1: just gonna have like an Oprah moment. No, and guess what?
2: (laughs) One thing. Yeah. I offered wait, this- what do we make of this wait.
1: drama surrounding old lady games? Next time. Oh, I next offer, time we I've already talked about that. I oh, offered 15% like,
2: off. I offer 20. Listen, this is a real thing. I am offering 50 percent five it's zero, fifty 50% season. off for Black
0: what Friday. Do. For Honey Love. Green, yes.
2: Doc. Sarah, I don't
1: know if Sarah Frazier's offering that, but I have the same promo see. this what? month, okay. 50% like, off. Oh, publish this video on YouTube as well? <laughs> yes. You do, Sam has to stick around. We are monetizing everything. I'm
2: signing. This is why. This is why. why, this this is why we're not going longer because every minute is uh, you. And Sarah,
1: will this get published to your feed as well? Yes,
0: Sam, you can listen on the Sarah Fraser Show. I drop podcast episodes daily.
1: I know you guys are. Or I'm behind Albert. Everyone, let's just. I just want all your listeners to know because thank you. I will say this in all sincerity, not to quote Ramona Singer, because somehow I use that same phrase. In all sincerity, David mentioned to me that he thinks his listeners will be annoyed at the next episode because there's going to be a lot of ads. And I said, a but lot. people have to realize you're publishing content every single day. I mean, you got to pay the bills. It is what it is. Yes. And they're short ads and they're ads that actually are more useful than just television commercials. Because they appeal to lots of people and there's something in it for them. You're you're promoting something, but it, there's also a benefit for the
2: listeners.
0: 99% oh of the ads. I was
1: you... scrolling your feed for an hour looking for the Quince promo code. I'm I so swear to God. I, yeah, I have is. three <laughs> items coming from Quince.
0: Oh my God, Quince you need it's... all
1: our promo codes. Sarah, Sam, I'm going to talk you. to you so right. soon. Love you. Bye, Bye, gorgeous.
0: Okay, talk to you both soon. Bye. Uh, I have
1: to go. Oh. Bye.